welcome to episode 104 of Wing Sauce. And Wing Sauce is a part of Old City Sports Network. I want to let you know Wing Sauce and Old City Sports Network are brought to you by Body Check Wellness. Go to www.bodycheckwellness.com. That's B-O-D-Y-C-H-E-K wellness.com. Use promo code OCS in all caps for 25% off your hemp-derived CBD oils, functional mushroom blends, and edibles for you and your dogs. Sorry, boys. It's difficult for me to get through reading uh, some stuff right now because I had way too many beers last night. First of all, it happens to the best of us. So, um, but yeah, dude, Uh, good to see you fellas. Before we even jump on hockey, I got a tea time for Wednesday. Whoa. All right. Yeah. Let's, let's like sprinkle in some golf here because we got an email, uh, couple days ago it was pretty green outside it was uh i don't know maybe 50 in michigan we got we got the email from the country club saying all right the time is time has come golf is officially opening and starting on tuesday this week and i mean no carts which is to be expected usually there's not carts for a little while when we open up of course so um but anyway sweet you can walk and then for the next like three days till currently it's currently snowing right now it's all I can't even see anything green and uh, but I'm but it's supposed to be in the 40s and tomorrow it's supposed to be in the 50s and then so on and so on it's supposed to be getting a little bit warmer uh, not sure I don't know I mean I'm hoping that the snow is going to be gone by Tuesday but oh it's gone by Wednesday way, boys 60 degrees yeah. sunny <laughs> oh it's definitely definitely gone it by Wednesday I can yeah. see it's it now it's going to be soupy but hey you're out there you're ask gone. me ask me if I care it's <laughs> <laughs> yes, like I will I will pay I'll pay good money to go out there up for, for two hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just excited. I'm just excited to play some golf. It's been a long winter. Yeah. Hybrid and, all winter. And I bought a new, I sent you guys, I got a new driver. I don't even know if I've talked about it on here. So yeah, the new weapon. Uh, yeah. The new weapon. Of um, destruction. A gift, a, a, yeah. Birthday gift from Demery. So I'm excited to, to hit the Thanks, ball Dad. left and right. And in a few times, hopefully center uh, with that driver. So I'm sure it'll happen. And, 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 best part is because you didn't buy it if you mess up you could just completely just blame it on them yeah and the good part is it has so many different um adjustments uh, like adjustments on the the club i think there's 30 of them all together oh yeah that like i have unlimited amount of time to be like oh this wasn't the right adjustment i can just switch it to one more like this will yeah. totally fix it um so you're, and then you can constantly tweak it until you find that mm-hmm. perfect yeah and until like the end of uh the end of the year and then i'll have to do it all over again next year so start from I, the beginning I'll always, go before. I'll always have an excuse ready to go in my back pocket yeah. like oh the adjustment it was it was too far left right center whatever yeah so it'll be fine i like it so once you run out of options then you can blame them <laughs> yeah then i'm like oh, i just it's yeah it's definitely the club we got to get a new one it's the it's never the golfer's fault right no no no, no. never the, the nice part is uh when i go to mexico in may i'm going golfing but the fucking i don't know if this is in pesos but the price was three hundred and fifty dollars. What does that mm. equate to? I don't know. I'm I'm assuming I was American. Yeah, I think I think it is because it's probably really... like thirty five cents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. No, I was just like, good lord. So it's like three hundred and fifty bucks for eighteen holes. I'm like, what in the hell? Are you what? right? On, you got to be right on the water. You are right on the water. You're right on the ocean. Yeah, um, that's so. That's probably why it's probably like a Tory Pines. Type yeah, well, it's super. I mean, it's, either way, though, either way, it's like 150 bucks if you look at the. It's like basically 50 cents, American dollar. So if you look at if, uh, if it was at 
if but if, if it's 350 American, yeah but it's 350 mm-hmm. american though that's fucking expensive that's like a it's like a pinehurst it's like a pinehurst fucking, yeah yeah so i'm just saying you could see it either way like i mm-hmm. could see it being like one of a super nice course being 300 and whatever tourist touristy people will play there but at the same time i can see it just being a really nice course and you're gonna pay 175 bucks for it yeah um, like american dollars so either way cool. you're probably forking up some good money nicole's nicole's works paying for it so it's all good oh yeah yeah and why even bring it up why care you yeah know? well it's no because, so that, that that's funny because so they they're giving her they give us two excursions right one of them is for her one of them is for me but they're not it's not like a guest so if i want to do the same thing she's doing i have to pick the same one and so it's oh, like what is she doing are you doing hers yeah so we're doing uh we're doing zip lining through the jungle and then atv yeah. driving through the jungle and then we're doing golfing the next day cool is she going nice. golfing with you yeah nice yeah very cool is she good um she's not (laughs) bad she just doesn't hit the ball far ah yeah so i mean she's not like she hits the ball pretty straight like honestly when we play like granny golf yeah we play like best ball because she hits from the red tees not from the back right so sometimes her drive ends up being a little bit straighter than mine so let's use her ball because she doesn't hit far but she's not play from the tips baby from the tips yeah <laughs> well it's like kind of seven, seven well, no, yards. no it's not seven that's the pro- <laughs> that's the funny because it sounds like that but like the one course i usually play from the back is only like six thousand or something it's not that long so if i play from the front like there's a couple t like for like most of the t's i don't even have to ball my driver just because it's so short it's just like that's not i don't know i'll go play a par three if i want to do that and dustin just hits bombs i do not hit bombs that is not <laughs> no i do not hit bombs I, I, saw that, I, saw that, I saw that ball speed in the picture oh, yeah. with the ball stuff. Oh wait, can we talk about that? Oh, <laughs> Dustin, Dustin <laughs> chunked his. <laughs> I, not, was that your sixty? Yeah, but I don't even know how that happened. So like, I'm at a simulator and there's a flat wall, and somehow a ball gets stuck on the flat wall and just sits was there. It, yeah, that's weird. Like, th- is that drywall? How does that? No, it's it's. That- no, it's a projector screen. I don't fucking know. I was no, even looking at behind it because it was stuck in the projector screen in the wall. No, it was just right? stuck in the no, it was just stuck in the projector screen. Because if I I said another video, I just tapped the bottom of the screen and the ball just yeah. fell. So I have yeah, no. I think, it, I think it's like a. It almost looked like it was like a static Velcro, but not, yeah, it's static, but it wasn't. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was crazy. Weird. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I was just like, what the hell? I literally hit it. I'm like, is the thing stuck? I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, I fucking broke it. I I shot a ball through the thing. I was like, there's no fucking way. And so I went and touched it. I'm just in a sandwich. He's like, that, <laughs> people are out there hitting driver. He hits a sandwich through the screen. That's how I was confused. I'm just like, what in the fuck is going on here? Ball speed was at like 45 miles an hour. Right? Yeah. Well, so so the, the funny the funny thing is for, for all you listening. So when Dustin sent the when Dustin sent the picture of or the video of it, Connor didn't even look at like he was looking at the ball speed and, and the loft and everything. He goes, I think you're going to want a little more loft on your sand wedge or whatever. <laughs> and, and, and to be fair, if anyone's hit at the simulator, those weird like grass pads they have, they're so hard to get under sometimes to get like the normal like yeah. bounce that you'd get off like the ground. Yeah, because that turf is like concrete. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's just like, it's like it's you just stop. Like, no. Yeah, like you're, you're hurting your wrists and shit. Yeah, so it's like you don't you don't normally take a hard swing like you normally would on grass because you're like, yeah, right. I'm not, I'm not going to get a bounce like I normally would. Yeah, I, I don't want to shatter my wrists right now. Right, exactly. Speaking of speaking of golf, one more thing. The, the Players' Championship was getting poured out. Yeah, did you get – well, did you guys see it yesterday? DeChambeau and mm-hmm. fucking all them hitting 17 in the, in the uh, water? 17. Is, well, even, even like 
not 17. I mean, yeah, that one, of course, but there was winds up to like 30 miles an hour and the, and the players were just, they could not, they couldn't do anything. It was crazy. It was watching, it was like watching us out it's, there. It's like when I played in Texas. It's, it's they, not, it was gusting too, wasn't it? It wasn't like, yeah, it was, just, yeah, it wasn't like a straight wind and they were hitting on 17. They were hitting a six iron for, at like 130 yards where they normally hit a six iron, 190, right? Like yeah. 190, 200. Um, and where, where was, was the wind coming right back at them or was it from the side? On 17, on 17 it, it was like back at them and to the side a little yeah, bit. It was like, it was like left or right. Yeah, it's coming like this way. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it was just really fun to watch the entire, like the wind was everywhere. So um, they were struggling. And I want to say it was JT. He came out and I think he had one of the best rounds of the day at like, it was bogey free golf. He shot a 70 or 69. He said that was the best, like nice. basically the best golf I've ever played um, in my career. Like some quote like that, where normally if a guy in the like on tour has the best golf he's ever played, he's shooting like fifty nine, right? <laughs> because it was such a hard day. Sixty nine was like un- unbelievable. One and, of those uh, days where you're just happy that you, you didn't have a bogey. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah where well, there's some people on seventeen that triple. Like I think Brooks had a triple on on seventeen, and a you know a bunch of guys hit in the water multiple times. And, That's just so discouraging. Um, yeah, and I think the the uh, whatever the they're pros, drop, they're, they're the, good. the drop area, they know it. the drop area is like harder than the actual shot. Yeah, because yeah. like, I don't have that club in my bag. I don't have an eighty degree or an eighty yard over the water with like a worse angle in my bag right now. <laughs> it's going exactly. in the water again. Exactly. That's the thing, though. It's like it's pick it up and throw it. <laughs> yeah. uh, did you see the guy that hit the uh, the upside down seven iron? Yeah, that was yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, that was sweet. I've tried to anyway, do those shots. Was- I always, I always just totally boof it. Do you? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You got to hit it perfect. So it's, it's a weird, yeah. weird angle. All right. I don't. Anywho, I don't. You want to talk a little bit uh, about this shitty hockey that's been going on the last three games? Well, we'll, we'll start off with something good. So oh, uh, the, on this day, oh. we're, we're going to dedicate this to, uh, to uh, Mark Stahl hitting his 1000th game this year and a fun fact the stall brothers are the first trio of brothers in the nhl uh in in a in nhl history to each play over a thousand games damn Stuck. Do you know if that's I, I was thinking that that we we're gonna the announcers are gonna say in any of the major sports like what other three brothers have played a thousand games in any of the major sports Do that's a know? good that's a really good point i mean what what other trio of brothers is i mean so it had to be it had to be a trio. Brothers hitting. Yeah, hitting I'm thinking like I was thinking Kachuk. Like, the Kachuk brothers are coming. Yeah, well, but well, that's that, that's not technically a trio because no, it's th- that's what I was saying. It's a had to be a trio. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah, I, I think. So. I think so. there's probably yeah. there's probably brothers that have played. Okay, um, I mean, I'm thinking sure. like basketball with the the uh, what the uh, the Levar. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, oh, what are Bell, the Bell, the Le'Veon Bell. Are they ball or no. bell? <laughs> no, Lamello. Le'Veon ball. Bell is is a running back. <laughs> oh, Lamello Ball, Michigan State guy, and like like uh, Lonzo Ball and yeah, they have bro- I mean they're young, but like they, I think like they're pretty good. I know one of them is the guy that played on the Pelicans, and I think he got traded. Um, he's like really good. He'll probably do that, but I don't know. It's I think it's just super difficult to get a two a thousand games. That means like you're healthy. That means you're lucky, and yeah. you're actually good. Um, so. It'll be interesting to see. I don't think, I mean, I can't name of another. I mean, just to have three brothers in a family already decreases the odds. Yeah. Right. I could so, have done it. Like we had three brothers. I don't know. What the fuck are we doing? My, I don't Sleeping? know. Apparently not being, not being good enough at some sport. Well, Con- Connor did make it the furthest in, in his hockey career. It's true. 
in, in his family. And so, so yeah. it, it, that's all on Andrew career, Scott. That's yeah, all I, on Andrew and Scott. I had my guy. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so one thing, one more thing on stall. He's actually currently leading uh, the team in plus minus with plus nine. I have to say. He'll be on the team with for about how, two more weeks. With how abhorrent. Did you say he'll be on the team for a couple more weeks? Yeah, to the deadline. Yeah, yeah for sure. He's, oh, he'll, he's, he'll definitely be gone at the deadline. Why wouldn't you? He should be. Yeah. Go, yes. go to a – play a thousand games, play for uh, original sticks. And... So with, with the yeah. Red Wings, I, I when I was writing my article, I at the time they were only a minus 40. And I say that only a minus 40, right? So that's, that's how you know – Things have definitely gone oh, up deep. We, we we're, at a minus, we're, we're at a minus 51 now for a total goal differential, and Stahl is still posting a, a plus nine. That's pretty Incredible. impressive, I'll say. That is All really right. good. You ready for some goalie stats? Listen to this shit. <clears throat> in the oh, league yeah. currently. In the league currently. Grace. It's is- actually hard. Before you say this, it is really hard to take look at goalie stats right now without sure. having the goal, well, the actual sure. goals in front of you, too. I, and, that's why, and that's why I, I got another stat to, to <clears> comprehend that. All right. All right, first goaltending. Grace is 48 out of 49th goaltenders with a goal against average of 3.65. 22-game play total. He is 48th out of 49th, also in save percentage at a .88. Nadelkovic, 42 out of 49, with a 3.23 goals against average, 42 games played. He's 39 out of 49 for save percentage at a .901. That's, that's for this season alone. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about March. And mind you, we're 13 days into March. Grice has a 6.45 goals against average, an 85.07 save percentage, and he has three go- three games played, and he's seen 69 shots, and that's three games. Ned <clears throat> is a 3.95 goals against average, an 88% save percentage, and he's had five games, and he's seen 150 shots. On that, <clears throat> here's, our th- here's three defensemen. Letty, minus 31 with 22 minutes on ice. Ronick, minus 19 with 21 minutes of ice. For the season. The Kaiser, yeah, for the season. For the season. For the yeah. season. For the season. Excuse me. I, I don't have their, their March stats, but this is just compounding on what I'm talking about. The Kaiser, minus 12, 18 minutes of ice time. You have Cider and Stahl, our two top defensemen, I'd say. Cider's at a minus one of 23 minutes, which is not bad, I, I, honestly, for how much he plays. And then you have Stahl we just talked about. Um, when 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 our defense is that bad, it's kind of hard to have goaltending to 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 back it up. But that being said, I, <clears throat> a four a six point four five goals against is not something to. So yeah, and and here's here's what none of us are going to defend the 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 goaltending that we're we're not going to come out and and have what? excuses. For oh, it. I got one more thing. I forgot. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Ned also has one goal. <clears throat> Against himself. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was a, that was a total whoopsie moment. Does and it count for him as a goal? No. No. He doesn't get it would one. be a lot cooler. It would be a lot cooler. Actually, it wouldn't be cool, but, um, <laughs> hey, but I got one, one goal thing, against myself. <laughs> you know, you know, one thing that I really don't like about, you know, seeing, seeing stuff like that on, on the internet is that what? these morons that comment saying, well, um, there's a reason, there's a clear reason why Carolina let him go now. It's like he was, he was uh runner up for rookie of the year. Carolina would be 
better than they currently are. With I mean, if he look at that team right now, and with they're the, already with super the good. defense in, in front of uh, Freddie Anderson. Right. Right. So I mean, yeah, yeah, and I think if Nadalkovich, he for him, I feel like you know it's tough right now, but you have to look at where the team's going. You have to look at where they're going to be when he's in his prime because he's a young goalie. Goalies actually have a pretty good lifespan in the NHL if you look at it. They, I mean, their prime is a little bit later. Right now. Yeah, and you know you see goalies playing to like thirty-seven actually, and like being good. Um, so anyway, I think he has a he's a good uh, amount of time. Where in three years from now, when he's got experience and he's got a really good team in front of him, hopefully it's even better. And then they are looking like they're the you know Carolina or um, maybe not the Avalanche because they kind of have different players. But uh, I don't know. You got to feel it's discouraging, but you have to look at it uh, kind of holistically and and where the team is right now. The one thing I'll say is that uh, some of these really good goalies, like really really good, they they turn games and they actually win games. I've said it before, like goalies can win games for you. I don't think that Grice or Nadelkovich, they're definitely not doing that, but I don't think that you can expect a goalie to win games all the time. I no, mean, you well, you're not the getting that much help in front of you. Yeah. And that, that's something that typically happens in the playoffs that people will say like, Oh, that, that goalie just like won that game for him and they're getting shot. The team got two goals and and the goalie had a shutout or whatever. Um, and maybe they got outshot and you're like, well, he, he played really well. Some of these goals are just, backdoor tap-in goals. I mean, even the first goal yesterday, Hronik got turned around and yeah, Grace probably should have had it, but you cannot, that's a, that's like a high school type play where he pivoted the wrong way on the top of the circle guys, and I forget who scored, but my yeah, gosh. We, we've talked about Hronik until he got him, yeah. right in the face, man. We, yeah, we, it's we've just a horrible it, defensive yeah. play. Like and, that one is a perfect example of just like small things that maybe don't look horrible, but if you know hockey at all, you know where your feet should be pointed, you know how to like pivot, what way to pivot, Never where turn like, the away dangerous from, zone is. Yeah. And if you're gonna a, if you're gonna turn, turn towards the slot, turn towards exactly. the middle of the ice. <laughs> yeah. You never but. turn away from the puck. Like if, if you're getting turned around, you turn towards the puck so you can make a play. If you right. if you get turned around and you go the other way because that's your strong side, get used to mm-hmm. going the other way. Yeah. And so like that, that type of goal is one that, yeah, if you look at it, Grice is going to want that one back because it's still, it wasn't screened. He saw the puck the whole way, but at the same time, those are the ones that goalies will, you know, make a save and that's how they are winning games for you. You make that save, you're feeling good. But by that, those are the plays that just don't happen for other teams because they don't get free shots like that all the time. So the numbers just look better at the end of the day. I, I, I mean, what, what do you guys think was, I mean, I guess I guess that was a kind of a su- stupid question I was about, just about to ask. I was just going to say, what do you think is the most embarrassing? Obviously, losing that game to Arizona 9-2. to Yeah, 100%. And uh, one thing, I messed up a stat. Nick Letty is actually minus 31. That's, I think you said that. Okay, okay, good. Yeah, yeah, you, I think you did say minus 31. Okay, I thought I said 21. Just checking. No, 30, yeah. I, I heard no, 30. The, Arizona was by far... Yes, it's the most embarrassing. I mean, especially at home, right? Losing to one of the worst teams in the NHL at home, and not only not only was it a loss, it was a fucking ass kicking. Literally, yeah, nine to two is not a that's not a hockey game. If you lose like that to the Lightning, or you lose like that to a top team, sure, I can understand maybe having an off day. But you lost to mm-hmm. one of the bottom feeders of the NHL. Mm-hmm. That's disgraceful. A team that doesn't even have a rink. Yeah. They don't even. They don't know. They don't know what they're going to be doing next year. <laughs> no, but real, like realistically, that's a horrible. It's a horrible that. loss. 
yeah, that is a that's a team that was not focused. That was a team that didn't have the right the right game plan. That like they looked a step behind. They weren't winning any race to the puck. There was something off. They did not take their opponent um, seriously because they just they didn't look right from the jump. They didn't look like they were in it. Um, so I, you know, that's one that you don't really. I bet the coaches. It's another one where you probably don't really watch the tape too often on that one. There's just so Burn many it. mistakes. What are you gonna do? Burn it. Um, yeah, it, it, but I will say, who was it? Uh, was it New York? Who did they uh, in overtime shootout? Minnesota. 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 Yeah, I mean that was a that was a really six, fun five. game to watch. Um, was it six five mm-hmm. and five five? Yeah, so that was a super fun game to watch. And what's up, Tyler? I wanted to talk about the, that scrum. Yeah, because first of all, there, there's a lot to unpack there. Um, oh, you're talking about that. You're talking about the five that five. Uh... I know the first like, the, the second. The oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, I that was that. Okay, yep. Two, two things to unpack. The referee should be ashamed of themselves not letting a goalie fight happen. I'll say that. That's that's one thing. Two, Matt Dumba, you will need to keep your head up next season because I know that the Wings don't play the, the Minnesota Wild the rest of this year. Matt Dumba has a track record of of going after young rookies. This is the second or third time this season where he's gone after after a rookie because he didn't like the like something that happened in a play. Pick on yeah. somebody your own size. Matt Dumba does yeah, not fight anybody. And to whatever you want to call it, UFC slam him into the ice. His head hit the ice. It wasn't UFC slam. Right. It was a UFC well, fucking punching the dude in the ice. Like a little it was ground and pound. Yeah, it's a ground and pound. Yeah. That's bullshit. If we want to be, if we want to be proper about it, yeah, it's bullshit, yeah. dude. It's, it's just, yeah. it's, 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 it's just, a, it's a game. It's a thing that doesn't normally happen in the NHL because guys just know when players are down. You you tie you tie up. You don't. I mean, unless they seriously hate each other, which I don't think that Raymond Dumba they don't know each other. Like no. I mean, if you're if you're looking at like Reeves versus one of the guys that he hates, like, yeah, you see him go at the at, on the ground sometimes, but it's even different. Those guys, even those guys have the respect to. To not be punching somebody, especially somebody that's a rookie that's what 19, maybe yeah. he turned 20. I don't even know when he turns 20. Um, but yeah, you can't, you, you it, should be not, doing that. You should be ashamed it, of yourself. And one thing that like Raymond, it's not like Raymond was was like slamming Dumba into no, the ice. He had him tied up. No, yeah, he had him tied up. He had him tied up on the ground. And that was it. Yeah. And literally, he had him tied up. And then at one point, I was telling Connor, I felt like he was letting him up, right? He kind of let go. Like, it was kind of the scrum was over. He was kind of letting go a little bit. And then that's when he got reversed. And that's when fucking Dumba started throwing some bombs on him. He better keep his head up for next season. Oh, it's coming. If, if, it's if coming. you think that this Wings team is going to forget about it, mm-mm. Oh, no. They're yeah. not. It's coming. It's going to happen next yeah. season. Guaranteed. First first game of the season. They play together. I just I just hope that they have Giovanni Smith, Smith and, oh. and uh, Luke Wikowski on the on the same line for that one. Right. Yeah. So, so that's that honestly that I those are the nights I wish we had Smith in the lineup, right? Because we really don't have that 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 physical presence with anybody else. Mm-hmm. So it kind of gets to the point where like, yes, we can throw some fists, but like when you have Smith out there, less people mm-hmm. are likely to do that kind of shit because Smith <clears throat> doesn't give a fuck. For sure. Okay. That's the one thing that's the one thing that I'll say mm-hmm. though, it's it's difficult and why those guys like uh like Reeves are, I mean, maybe, maybe not Reeves, but like why some of the other tough guys that are playing like Lucic, why it's so important and why he's such a, an incredible asset to the team is that you can put him out on like the top three lines and he's not a liability playing out there. And I, I don't think that Smith is a liability, but in a game where you're, you're tied going in the third period or you're, yeah. you're going into overtime, like you can't, you just can't have Smith out there 
uh, in a very fast paced game. So yeah, yeah, he can go out there and get a, a few minutes, but it's almost tough, tough for him. It's he, not Tom Wilson. I mean, yeah, yeah, like Wilson could go out there any time of the role. game. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So uh, yeah, it's tough though. But yeah, you would love to see that guy because that that probably doesn't happen when you have a guy like that in the lineup. I'll tell you what, like if if Wilson or or any of the other heavyweights, I mean, even if like Chara, I won't call him a heavyweight anymore, but he can still throw him down, obviously, or Revo. That play doesn't happen. Dumba doesn't do that. Yeah. Um, oh no. And I'd like to see him do it with Smith out there too. I mean, he probably still does it, but he pays for it a little bit more than. Well, because I feel like if that happens, really Smith would come grab him immediately. Smith would see it. Yeah, and I won't say. And, and Smith is a, he's a good fighter, but I wouldn't call him like one of the heavyweights in the league. He's not afraid to drop his gloves. Hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah I, that it's it's nice to have a guy like that back him up. It's just tough when you have a such a close game, such a fast paced game, um, when he's you don't really want him out there more than ten minutes. Speaking. All right. Speaking of hmm? fast, go ahead, Tyler. What do you got? Oh, I was just going to say, who like, if we want to think about it, who was the last heavyweight that the Red Wings have had? Realistically? Yeah. Probably goes back to like the... McCarty. McCarty. Thomas. I was going to say, maybe even, maybe even Aaron Downey. Hmm. You think that McCarty's a heavyweight? Uh, when it came to that era, I think he was one of the... Yeah, I think he, I think so. He's a, he's a pretty good fight. You don't think so? No, I mean, I, mean, he, I don't. He, he was one of those guys that weren't. He wasn't afraid to drop the no. gloves. But maybe a heavyweight. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he was afraid to drop. But that's different than being a heavyweight. In the like league, Donald Brashear. That's what I was thinking. Brashear. Yeah. Those guys are like those guys are the heavyweights, you know. But like, but those are like legitimate heavyweights. Yeah. Like, but I'm, like, I'm like, like what we're talking about. <laughs> yes, but when I think of, I thought you were talking about like just like fighters, like yeah, like fight, fight, yeah, yeah no, no, like, I'm, I'm I'm talking about like heavyweights. I I think like the last. The last real heavyweight that we had. Heavyweights, heavyweights is a guy that doesn't basically doesn't fight a guy that's not in the same weight class. Like you yeah. see those guys, and they just they're not going to go after guys yeah. that they know that they could beat the shit out of, and they could they want to fight. They want to fight. Yeah, I know. What you yeah. Mean. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Cool. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. And I think McCarty will go out there and drop the gloves with anybody, but I think that if yep. he fights one of those guys, he's going to die nope. potentially. Yep. I get. I get. You're saying 100. I got you. And he has fought George Larocque and. And he lost. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah right. Oh, yeah, he did. Um, but Sorry, one, Dustin. Go ahead. No, you're good. <clears throat> one thing I want to say, um, we, we talked about the quickest. Uh, is the, Verana was the quickest Red Wing to uh, 10 goals with 13 yeah. games. Yeah, come out hot. Let's, Love let's to see talk it. about that. Well, hold on. One more thing. Raymond is the fourth rookie to score 18-plus goals yes. in the last yep. 30 years. Um, yep. But, yeah, Verana coming out fucking hot right out of surgery. Um, honestly, yeah, would love to see him this full season. I know. I'm just looking at his short uh, sample size right now, but either way, that's it's great to see him come it, out. And it's something nice to look forward to next doing. year. Yeah. What were you guys' expectations of them coming in? Minimal. I said it before. I honestly, I'll say it over again. People, when they come off surgery, I don't expect too much right out the gate from them. Yeah. I'm just being honest, yeah, especially only, when you haven't skated. No, for I, I think I think we're all on the same page. <clears> the one. only the only thing that I would say for this one is that he was not coming back unless he like sometimes if you have a really good team, he could potentially come back a little earlier than when he was ready um with a team that with the team that's bad that's not yeah. I, I wouldn't say bad but they're not playing for a playoff i mean i think we can agree well not, in the last there, but in the last like 10 games they played like shit dude yeah and so like i think the only way he was going to come back is if he was 100 percent healthy and kind of back up to game speed um so he clearly was so i was just expecting maybe not this much but if he could find the back of the net um especially early i think i mean his first game back he had a goal that's huge for the confidence if he didn't get that who knows what what happens the rest because like i said before i mean scoring a goal getting a point in the nhl is such a a confidence boost um and yeah. what is he 24 so 
I don't even mm-hmm. know, I'm pretty young. So like uh, just to continue that. I think he's 25, maybe. Is he? Either way, right? Like you're five or twenty-six, because he he was oh, a year oh. he's a year younger than Mantha, if I'm not mm. mistaken. Yeah. Either way, though, I mean, he's twenty-six. 26. He's twenty-six. So, like, coming in the league though, and and just getting that getting that point, getting off to a hot start, and now that just further solidifies that I mean, you don't want him gone. You want him here uh, past the deadline. You want him here next year, and he could be a, a really good piece moving forward. Hopefully, he can just stay healthy. And then we can trade some of these guys that are playing well, but maybe don't have the, I don't even know, like the years on the Red Wings that, that we really are seeing. I could see, we've already talked about the Zadinas and Stalls and um, those guys of the world, but um, what do you think about, I, I heard them talking about Nemestikov being potentially moved. And I know we talked about him a little bit, but the more he plays, the the more I can see him being moved and getting like a pretty solid return because he is a guy that you can plug into a, a playoff caliber team. He's had playoff runs with other teams and he's good. Yeah. And, and so it, it, it makes total sense. I'm hoping that it would be a rental because I want him back. Yeah. You know what I, mean? I think Eiserman loves him. What's that? Him. I mean, Eiserman loves him. He's drafted him. He's brought him on to two separate teams that he's not, that he's been the GM of. So I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that it's going to be a rental. I hope that if, you know, uh, I, I don't know what type of team is going to be calling on him. I mean, there's probably a, a, a myriad of teams that will it that would. Uh, but I, it makes total sense, and I want him to. I I do want him to uh, to go in a playoff run, but I want him back in the wing wheel. So I'm hoping. Just, for <clears throat> um, is this contract end this year? Is he? A, um, I think he's. I think he's in two years. He's he's a UFA. I, I knew it was a two-year contract. I didn't know if he signed before this year or the year after. I looked up before. cap friendly before I was writing my uh, article, and I think if memory serves, I believe that he still had two years. Like after next season, he'd become a UFA. Yes, twenty-one, twenty-two season as his final he, contract year. So this this is this, this yeah. Is so he's up oh. after this one. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Got to rewrite that article. Yeah, yeah. Tyler. Oh, I, 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 didn't, I didn't mention that in there actually. Yeah. So, one thing I wanted to mention, uh, we kind of brushed over the Calgary game. Um, I had some interesting stats. <clears throat> we had one shot on goal in the first period. We had three shots on goal in the second period. One well, shot. Sad stats. Say again. Justin likes talking about the sad stats. I do. I love it. Um, and then we had. Awesome enough, we had 14 shots in the third period. So, third, third period. A, I mean, and so where, where I was going with this, we had the funny enough, I only counted 18. I only found 18 shots on net. They said there was 19, but needless to say, uh, we were outshot by 40 to 43 shots from the, the Calgary Flames. We actually gave them our 11th shutout of the season, which actually puts them at number one overall for shutouts. The Red Wings have been the most charitable team of late. So that's remember Suter? Really, really good for them. You remember Suter when he played for the Blackhawks? We gave mm-hmm. him four goals in one night. That was nice of us. Yeah. Well, uh, I think this year uh, there have been three or four teams that have hit their record high for the season. Three of them, goals. yeah. Three, yeah, three of them. Uh, and one of them being the, the, the Yotes. So, so speaking of records, Alexander Ovechkin 
almost surpassed <laughs> Yamir Yager. However, let's not talk about almost. He it, it did almost. No, I said let's not talk oh. about almost. Because almost doesn't count. Kuznetsov decided to take the goal from him. <laughs> and the funny thing is, I was watching the video. They, they everyone thought that uh, Ovi scored. Yeah, uh, they had the whole celebration. And the everything. whole celebration got the puck and everything. And, and they're going to find out Kuznetsov scored. So, yeah, Ovi, you still got one more, bud. Um, but, yeah, it, he's uh, 766 goals tied for third overall with Yager. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Um, you, you guys got uh, anything else? No, I'm just uh, – I'm, I'm, uh, Oh, I, Connor's got something. No, I was going to say I, we we have a big month here. Um, not only for the Red Wings, we got uh, Michigan State basketball coming up. Michigan may not get in. The NIT is a, is a good consolation prize for you, Wolverine fans. That, that that's great. But March Madness is right around the corner here, and I hope I hope if Michigan doesn't get in, they can put a good run together in the NIT. I think they deserve that. Uh, but Michigan State, they're in the big tournament um, for sure, no doubt about it. So we got them. Coming up here in what this this Thursday, I think, is when it starts. So, so it's okay, Michigan. Dude. By the time this comes out, Michigan could be in. They could not be in. I think 15, you're going to you're going to mush your Spartans. <laughs> <laughs> They're already getting mushed, baby. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no, it's uh. So y- you know what's funny about Michigan fans? So their football team has been like subpar uh, the last few seasons, and um, now that they had a good season this year. Well, let let me, let me rewind. They said, Oh, we're basketball school. Anyway, doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now that, now that their football team's doing well and their basketball team sucks. Yeah. They're back to a football school. Oh, we've always been a football school, man. eh, Five year, 10 year stretch. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Well, good news is the greens are getting green. So golf is coming up and playoff hockey is coming up. So and the greens are getting green. All right, let's get the fuck out of here, boys, and we'll see you next week. See you.